Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Hey guys. Hey guys. Welcome in. Um, we're back on a Friday. Uh, we haven't missed a week. So we did warn everybody this episode was going to be, be late. late. Yeah. Yes. But we didn't miss the week. I just want y'all to know that. I mean, we're feeling very defensive about it. We're trying. We're sinking. But we're almost to the top. We're floating back. We sank. Now we're floating back yeah. to the top. I saw somebody message on Instagram. They're like, can you explain what she say? Your absence Why and inconsistency. Not, yeah. Well, you obviously don't listen to the show. Well, that's what I put on the stories. I said, <laughs> I well, saw. we said it on the episode you clearly didn't listen to. And then people were actually very sweet. I'm sure y'all are listening who messaged us. But they were like, oh my gosh, I love y'all. Y'all are doing so great. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, honestly, I just need to hear that sometimes. Same. Because I'm really Same. like spread yeah. thin and just trying our damn best. Yeah. And listen, <laughs> I had to lay the smack down on Spencer this morning. Not in a mean way, but I was like, listen, we got to, we got to tighten up. And she I did. And you're not wrong. We're, I'm not wrong. I've but, been MIA. But at the same time, I mean, there's a lot of balls in the air right now and they are coming down. But like I said, we haven't met, we've missed one week unplanned. Everything else we, we yeah. either giving y'all a heads up or it was like a planned out. We're not going to be here this week. Right. Um, as always, you know, we're always asking for forgiveness. <laughs> so please forgive us if we're not living up to your standards. We I'm not. Really just go trying. listen to a different show. I know. We're, well, I am really sorry that I'm not living up to your standards, but I feel like we're we're doing we're doing a good job. We're trying our darndest. We're a little engine that could. Seriously, but I do think some for some people, most people know that the podcast is not our full time job, right? And so those people, I think, extend us a lot of grace. Yeah. And then there's other people who think that all we do is sit down for an hour and record a podcast and that's our entire job. And yeah. that's just like not the case. Oh. And even if it was, there's a lot more than a, one hour that goes into it. So, well, there's a lot that goes into <clears throat> content creation. And I was telling Spencer when we were like rebranding, we were trying to figure out like the new way the show was going to be. And I remember telling Spencer, God, this is going to be so much easier. It's going to be less prep on the front end. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, so for me, it's less prep from like a topic perspective. We're not doing as much like, uh, getting on Instagram, trying to figure out stories. Oh God, thank God. Yeah. It's that part's a lot easier, but we have to be a lot more creative with topic ideas, stories to contribute or like triggering our memory and stuff. Like it's a lot easier just to like record it, but you got to get the topics. You got to get graphics. You got to right. get all of that. So it's like the back end stuff is still the same. It takes a lot of work and For we sure. want it to be pretty and aesthetically pleasing. I'd rather yeah. put out Real, something really good that I'm yeah. proud to have, have out there thing. and have it be late or have it, you know, skip a week than to just record something that's fucking dumb. Terrible. Yeah. For the sake of showing up. Cause I we are capable my, of doing I can get on stuff. my stories and be terrible if right. I wanted to be terrible. Yeah, no, for sure. But anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not going to harp on the negative. Thank y'all for supporting us and for writing those sweet little DMs. And I'm sure some of the people, cause there was multiple people asking about being more consistent in it. and you never know the context. Like maybe you're joking, maybe you're not. We're, we are consistent. It just might not be We're consistently inconsistent. That's what I was going to say. It might Hello. not be completely consistent. You know, it's funny. I always tell like when men are like, Oh, women, I'm like, yeah. no, if uh, women are not complicated, 
If you can remember that we are consistently inconsistent, that's all you need to know. Right. If you just tell me. That means I'm just right, stay on your good. fucking toes. <laughs> right. Not our problem that you can't keep up. Keep up. Men. Um, well, we have a long, I mean, we have a lot to talk about because Spencer and I really haven't talked. I was like, bitch, sorry for bugging you. Answer my text messages. But you, so Spencer's moving down the street, four minutes away. Yes. Praise the Lord. She's packing. She's going to be sharing that. She's going to yeah. be I, in hell. <laughs> I literally hate, I hate moving I know. so much. And Robbie and I were talking about it. This, uh, where we live now, we have lived here the longest we've lived in any place you have a lot of stuff it's unbelievable the amount of shit that we have accumulated mm-hmm. one since living here but two stuff that made the move down here from new york and i'm finding this stuff and i'm like i haven't touched this since we moved so don't why trash. do i have it before we moved okay so right before we moved down here i turned 30 okay. and so i had this big uh 30th party at robbie's bar okay the whole bar was to ourselves. We covered the walls in black, um, like tarp and taped up like nine. It was nineties themed. Okay. So nineties posters. We had nineties karaoke. We had like a photo backdrop that was nineties themed. Like we like did the damn did thing. Up. Yeah. So I made for the party, these songbooks of, uh, 90s music mm-hmm. for the karaoke. So people mm-hmm. could look through the books and get ideas of like 90s songs. I brought those. I moved with those. They're mm-hmm. still in my closet. Why I know. do I have those? And then the question is, do I need to keep like one of them? No, I absolutely do not. No. But that is the problem I'm having packing is yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I obviously felt strongly enough about keeping these that I brought them so down look, here. Keep one. And then if you're, if you don't do anything with it, then get rid of it. I is don't. it cute? Like, does it look cute? It's literally like a what? I mean, it, it's cute because it's a white binder so with like a pretty with, di- put it on your office. Okay. Then throw it away. I, so yeah. just purge, obviously like I'm a big purger. If, if, oh, I, if I'm holding it in my hand and I don't have a place for it right there, I swear to God, I throw it away. I'm like, no, I have filled so many garbage cans. Feels so good though. Right. God. I mean, it feels great. Mm. And here's the thing about me. Like I, I don't place a ton of sentimental value on things, but I'm always, I'm one of those people where I'm a just in case person. I, mm. I will mm-hmm. like, What's the word? I was going to say falter, but that's the wrong word. Like default? No, I just like, I'm resistant to like throwing something away if I think there's a possibility that I would want it later. And then I'm like, okay, well now I got to replace it. Do you have an attic at your new place or like storage space that you could put? You know, like the clear tubs that I have in my attic with like stuff. So I literally have those because I'm the same if I... If I want it, like all of my high school stuff, I have like notebooks, literally stuff from when I was 18 that I probably would have thrown away over the years, but I've always had space or a storage unit when I lived in yeah. Florida and I have those upstairs in the attic and it's like yearbooks, photos, my senior, whatever pageant, my pageant trophies, my pageant, um, oh, you have sashes. Lots of stuff. Oh my God. Stop right now. I'm going to hang my, sa- my pageant sashes right there. <laughs> you Say I won't. I'm going to do it. Should. But like, I keep those and like, tubs and then I have Fisher one under his bed for like easy access of like yeah. sentimental things for him but then I like purge everything else from there that way you have it in case 10 years from now you think about it but then it kind of makes you think what do I want to put in here because you don't have a lot of space like it doesn't allow too much right but you can keep certain things see like it's not even like sentimental things that's oh, the thing throw it's, that away girl yeah it's it not there are like I won't hesitate to keep sentimental things although 
I don't have a lot. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, they gotta be at like one of my parents' houses. Yeah. They're at my mom's. I'll probably never see them again. Never seen them again. Um, <laughs> just to be honest, just until to be honest. She, unless she's dead. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, I if don't you know. don't, yeah, just throw it away. But yeah, I no, I am. I, but that's how I am. I, I'm one of two modes. I'm mm-hmm. either, I'm going to save, save this just in case, mm-hmm. or I'm like, fuck it. And I'm like the Tasmanian devil yeah. and I'm just throwing shit into that's trash bags. So my rule with packing is for this move mm-hmm. is if I haven't used it, worn it or touched it in two years, it's out. Yes. Yes. I'm like, two years is a long time to not touch something. And that's generous. Usually it's a year. You flip your hangers back, you know, at the beginning of the year, all your clothes, you flip them opposite. Uh As you wear things, you take it out and you flip it forward. That would require me to hang things. Oh, you don't hang stuff in your closet? The only things that hang in my closet are the things that I never touch. (laughs) Okay. Well, then we are going to throw those all away. This is ADHD in its truest form. Can I please come over to your new house when you're unpacking and let me help you? A hundred percent. I'm coming to your house. Yeah. All right. I'm not kidding. Organizer party. I'm dead serious. I will invite people into the new house. The current state of our apartment is abysmal. I know you already told me I can't come there, but when you no, I'm saying like really now that I'm like digging through shit, stuff is just fucking everywhere. I'm coming near your new house. We're gonna we're gonna. mm. Well, lots of clothes. I'm donating a shitload of clothes. I have a whole. You know, there's a Goodwill right behind your house. I did not. This one I go to. Literally, your your townhouse is here. Uh It's right there on the corner. Near the sheets. Literally there. Oh, you can no see idea. it from sheets. Okay. I drive past it every day. So what do you think I do? That makes it sound like I live in a really bad spot. No, you live right near me. We live in the <laughs> cutest little area ever. Are you kidding me? There's a Goodwill and oh, a also, sheets right behind your townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Brenda's outfit that she had a couple years ago came from that Goodwill. Let me tell you something. Our Holly Springs Goodwill ain't bad. As a matter of fact, now that you live down the road, we're about to go in there once a month and pick out outfits for each other and do Love stories it. with it. Or um, reels. We talked about doing that so long ago. Where were well, we we're gonna do we were it, talking about that? I don't know. Uh, Were we in Mount Pleasant? Or not Mount uh, Pleasant. Um, Mount Airy? Mount Airy? Maybe, yeah. Somewhere we talked, we were like, okay, we should we're each take it. 20 bucks <laughs> and go into the Goodwill and like buy, or Salvation Army or whatever it was. But anyways, so yeah, it's it's just a cluster. But no, I was saying about the clothes. Like if I don't, it's not just clothes. It's like my refrigerator, everything. Yeah. The way I organize is so ass backwards to most people mm. because- if something is not in my face, you don't think about I, it out of sight, out of mind. I don't think about it completely out of sight, out of mind. So yeah. all my clothes that I wear on a regular rotation, they're just out. They're just out. They're draped uh, like over, over my desk. The chair. I have the chair, you know, the corner of death that I like, took out all my clothes chair just go from to. my room for that reason. Cause I was like, oh my, when Fisher was a baby, his pack and play at our old house, <laughs> filled his, so our master was downstairs and his bedroom was upstairs. And so I had a pack and play for the first couple of months. And literally after he went to his crib early, um, I just started throwing things over that the side me. of it. And I told Mike, I was like, cause we had a chair in there, like a rocker. Mm-hmm. We had a rocking chair, the pack and play. And then also a bench at the end of our bed. Yeah. All of it. I was like, it's gotta go out because I'm over Well, this. So we have a chair and a half that's oh, was in our room. Yeah. And it was, you know, I called it like, you know, the, the corner of doom. And so I moved it out to the living room. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be damned if I didn't just start throwing all my clothes on there. I would wash them and then throw all my yeah, laundry on that chair. And I'm clean. like, I'll fold it later. And then I never would. So anyways, um, yeah, but like refrigerator, like condiments don't go in the door. 
things that go in the door are things that like I know are going to spoil that I need in my face. Mm -hmm. Condiments can go in the drawers. Oh, really? Because if I need a condiment, I'm going to go to the drawer. If it's, I don't, but if I'm just like opening the door and I'm like, what can I make for dinner or what can I have as a snack? I'm not going to open the drawers and dig through to see what fruits and veggies are yeah. in there or whatever. I need it in my well, face. What about if you, okay, you know, like my refrigerator, I have all those clear bins, like the oranges are in one, the strawberries and blueberries are in one. You can see it all. But well, it's so like, now I'm going to do that. Cause yeah. now we've got a, we have like one of the old school, like oh, shitty refrigerators. Got it, got it, got it. But now you have like the double, like what's it called? The French, um, what is the one called? I, whatever. Those are the top yes. doors open all the way. So I have all mine in those acrylic things. So you it's going it. to be in my face yep. now because I have all of those refrigerator organized thinking that would help and yeah. be the solution it wasn't because i'm the same produce will go bad real quick if i don't have it where i can see it or like fisher can pre-washed see it it. Yep. in my face yep. mm-hmm. yeah that's how i love I am. it well i'm coming to your house when you do it because i love that like i really thrive on like vacuuming and organization and all <laughs> vacuuming. i really do love so my brother's um childhood best friend came over the other night and he like fixed our ac because it was hot as balls in here and so we got on the topic. So my dad owned a heating and electrical business and he did that like growing up. That's what his job was. And so my brother's friend, we got to talking about it and he was like, y'all are going to need a new unit within the next couple years. Like Ugh, the one bummer. you have, I know the one you have is original and our house isn't super old, but it's still kind of getting to the point where it's like, well, those things really only last for what? Like 10, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like realistically yeah. to be good and like operating right. without changing a bunch of like energy efficient, whatever. So I was like, okay. And Mike and I were like, all right, well, should we do it now? Or should we wait till it dies? Like, what would you do? And he was like, well, you have a good unit out there now. He's like, your dad really liked Goodman or whatever it was called. And I was like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. And he's like, that was your dad's favorite. I was like, okay, cool. So if we already have that, he's like, yeah, you can just get him to swap it out, you know, whatever. And so then we got to talking about, um, my dad and how my mom was here too. And he was like, man, I remember your dad, boy, he put some lines in that carpet. And I was like, yes. So my mom was like, oh my God, Wendy has turned into her daddy. Like she is That's doing... how I was taught to vacuum too. Oh my like God. it had to have like yes. the pattern, you know? Yes. And my dad would vacuum, <laughs> honestly, God, three times a day. He didn't want footprints on it. And what we were talking about, I was like, yeah, I was like, people think it's so crazy. I'm like, we did not sit in the living room. You very rarely sat in the living room and like yeah. did that. I mean- it sounds uptight and not fun. My dad was very fun, but we were like outside. He had a shed and he would always like drink beer and like he would call it piddling. He'd piddle in a shed. He would just make stuff mm-hmm. like he's made, you know, a bed or whatever. And so we got to talk about that. And my mom's like, she is turning her dad. Like she's out here doing, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, I just love it. I don't know. That is like therapy when I can like vacuum. I'll vacuum every day. I'm looking at my vacuum right now, actually. I vacuum every day. Eyeballing it. Yeah. I look at it every day. I'm like, Hey baby girl, you we're going for a spin later, but I don't know. I love that. So I'm going to come over and I like organization. I was telling a client the other day, I will sit in Fisher's playroom at the end of the night. Y'all do not judge me. And I will take apart his Legos and I will mm-hmm. sit up there for like an hour and put them in the colored bins. Cause they're all in the acrylic bins. And Michael's like, what are you doing up there? And I'm like, Oh, just organizes like I love that. See, initial organization, Ugh. I'm here for it. And this is why I kind of like that we have like some overlap with mm-hmm. this move and are doing like the slow move mm-hmm. where I'm just bringing over like a carload at a time. Yeah. Because I'm putting stuff away and mm-hmm. like organizing as I go. So it's not as bad. Yeah. My problem is like, I can't keep it organized. Like, mm. do you remember during, was it during COVID when the Marie Kondo stuff was yes, popping God. off? Uh-huh. Okay. I Marie Kondoed my whole place. I mean, I spent days doing it. It Did was, 
exquisite. Outside of my like um, my one closet where all my fucking karaoke <laughs> binders are. Yeah. But it looked great. I just couldn't keep it. I couldn't maintain it. The idea of folding or fucking origamiing my underpants no. to go in that's my drawer. Like I can't. No. So it's, that's where I can't keep It's a keep constant up. effort and you have to do stuff every day. That's what I tell Mike too. Like Mike will clean and do a good job. And I'm like, okay, but it's a, it's a job every day. I make sure there's no dishes in my sink every day. I make sure my dishwasher is run and like either put away and not every day cannot happen. But for the most part, I yeah. should say I vacuum every day, at least run my robot or take my little quick one and do it. Cause it just doesn't pile up. I do a load of laundry. I, I try to do those that way on Friday is my cleaning day when I'm off work and I yeah. can like knock out the rest of whatever. But again, I also find it very therapeutic. So it's easy for me to like unwind that way. Because you enjoy, right. Yeah. That is how you unwind. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Lucky, However, lucky you. Right. What a great, I mean, my dad gave it to me and I'm not mad. As a matter of fact, when I posted when he had passed, I was like, I closed it out with like, there's no doubt that he is vacuuming the golden streets of heaven. Cause I know Jesus was waiting up there <laughs> with his little, di- he's like, listen, I got you a Dyson. I got you a shark. I got you <laughs> whatever you want. Take whatever your pick. you want. Um, all right. So. I mean, let's just uh, jump into like all the things. So I went to Kentucky for the bourbon trail tour, whatever they're called, bourbon trail, bourbon trail. Um, And I really, truly pictured a trail like outside. I don't know. (laughs) Honest to God. And one of my friend's husbands thought, um, Marissa, yeah, you know, Marissa, her husband thought that we were like on four wheelers. So me and him were a little bit confused. Oh gosh. Y'all, these, in fact, you're not on an actual trail and I didn't, so I think Stacy and Michael, her husband, it was for his 40th. They planned it and they're very like organized. You know, Stacy is yes. queen planner, planner. She's amazing. She does research. She knows all the hot places. Like she just knows. So they had this whole trip planned. So we did, I'm not a bourbon girly, you know, let me say that I was like actually embarrassed looking back. I was such a little bitch. I couldn't even try most of them. <laughs> all my girlfriends are like trying them. Really? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. It tasted like a mix between like pine needles and gasoline. And I'm like, I don't like shots. And to me, it was like, I'm like, all my friends are hammered and I'm not. But Were then I got to think about it? it or sipping. Yeah. It? None of them shot. I mean, sip nothing. No. Oh shit. So it's no, like, like taking can, 16 shots basically. Yeah, no. Like I like to sip bourbon, but Do I Do you? Yeah. On purpose? Oh god. Yeah. But the first one I tried was like um what's his name? Not Ethan Allen. Evan Will Evan Williams, right? <laughs> Allen. I think it's I'm Evan done. Williams. <laughs> so we like walk in and it was cool. It was raining that day and we walk in and I'm like god, he sounds hot. Like it doesn't get Evan Williams <laughs> he kind does. Of sounds, cute. sounds like a So we 10 go out of into 10. this little room and that one's kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie. Me and Stacy had drink. We like pounded a uh, cantaloupe spicy margarita at our hotel, you know, because we got off the plane 4 a.m. wake up call. Got off the plane, dropped our luggage off, got a margarita, and went straight to the door. So the first one I did try, and you like put it in your mouth, you swish it around, and uh, like the four year old that I am, I spit it back in the cup. I was like. <laughs> it burned. It was disgusting. I don't do that, and all my friends are just like doing it now. Obviously, Stacy like. She has guts of steel, but she's also a shot taker. She likes a shot, a lemon drop specifically. Oh, and I, my can, girl, I know I can appreciate it so much. And like, she tried it. I'm like, damn, you go girl. And it's for her husband. And he had such an amazing time. And it was beautiful. Kentucky is so gorgeous. Yeah. The greenery, the horses, like the whole thing. And obviously I like pep myself. I was like, listen, give yourself a pep talk. Like, don't be obnoxious. Don't be loud. <laughs> don't be the person that we know you are pipe it down. Let's like do the bourbon thing. Let's be like mature and like have the etiquette. 
I don't have chill. It's really sad. I I really did tell myself that. I'm not kidding. I was like, all right, just don't be all crazy. Just relax, relax. No, I'm always like annoying and whatever. We went to a speakeasy. Oh, always, I am. Whatever it is, what it is. But no, your issue is that you have like three sips of alcohol and you're drunk. Right. I'm. I got the buzz. I'm like, let's That's go. What I, like yeah. other people, it's like it might take them a while. Mm-mm. You know, they got to get into. They'll finish their first drink. They're feeling a little Mm-mm. flush. They're zero to, to sixty, little, baby. Uh, they're literally. Wendy's, it's true. Wendy's lips touch the rim of that mm. margarita glass, and she's like, "Woo!" And then I love everybody, and I'm like positive patty like giving out like <laughs> oh my god you're so cute oh my god you it, ugh, god i don't know why i'm like that but i am i mean and there so, are worse drunks to be if we're being honest sure. so i know but um the tours were really cool and like buffalo trace was incredible like it was so beautiful we want to go back next year and do like the derby thing like that's my vibe catch me in a hat a cute dress include me on the derby trip 100 it's been a long time since i've been to the derby man i wanted to do my bachelorette party there but like time one it just didn't time one <laughs> that's in my mind <laughs> timeline it didn't add up but or like didn't align but we had so much fun um we did like a speakeasy where i got my country music award there where in Kentucky were you? Lexington. No, Louisville. Oh, okay. Louisville. And then we did go to the distilleries like an hour away. Oh my God. Also, our little driver that had our little van. Precious little peach, baby. I used to think I was so good at reading people. I questioned myself the past two years. You know, I've made some bad decisions on who I've trusted <laughs> and whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's so precious little old man. He looked like Louis Armstrong, you know, oh God, that did little he sound guy. Like him? No, he, he also kind of looked like Jeffrey Dahmer if he was nice. Good God. <laughs> he did. <laughs> if he was nice. If he was a nice Jeffrey Dahmer, but he really looked like Louis Armstrong and he was so personal. He fit right in with our group. I mean, he was one of our friends. He was there. So he took us around and gave us like the full backstory. I believed literally everything he said. And so later that night, my friends are like, Okay, he said he was like top three in the world poker. Da, da, da. So we're like Googling it. Hey, damn, not, nothing. <laughs> he ain't driving your. I believe everything. He ain't driving your bus. If well, he's then top all the three <laughs> in the world for poker. <laughs> he was like in 2019. I was like, so I like believe. Okay. I literally believed everything he said. And so my friends are like, uh, no, he was lying about so much stuff. And I'm like, really? All the guys were like, mm, no, he was lying. And um, I don't know why I'm so gullible. And when I was younger, a little girl told me her aunt like invented jellies, like the shoes. And I believed it. I was like, oh my God, I gave her my address to send me some. You think she ever sent them? No. <laughs> Lion. Well, I could bitch. use some free jellies. I was like, yes, girl, I way. love jellies. Like, let's do this. But he was so cute. I mean, he was very personable, but he made it really fun. We went to like all the stops. The last stop, I got me some red wine to get my buzz on. Man, it was fun. But I'm a little bitch. I can't do bourbon. It's not for me. But it was really cool. So many people messaged me. I did not realize how many people wanted me to recap my trip. So I need to figure that out and like recap oh, it and like yeah. the places to go. Maybe Stacy can do that. I'm gonna tell her to yeah, have tune into this one and give me the shortlist. rundown. Yeah, because they know all the things. But it was really fun. And then Fisher did that little proto shoot. Oh I God. saw. Y'all. Very cute. If I do say so myself, uh, he is destined for the spotlight. Whether or not the spotlight wants him, he's going to wedge his way in. He's there. He is there. (laughs) Well, Proto, I love. Y'all have seen me talk about him in my stories. And they're just a small town, like little southern company. It was two families that started the business. The husbands loved to fish and stuff. And so they had the idea. The women executed it. Yeah, they did. 
Nice. And it's real cute. The and their team was awesome. Really Aren't they cute. so cute? And yeah. they have women's too. Um, like really cute fishing shirts and like cover-ups. So we did that. It'll be in the fall shoot. Y'all know I'm going to be relentless about sharing that with y'all. So I'm, I'm prepping you now. Come fall. And we get that in the mail. I might even send y'all some. Little future model. I'm like, I cannot wait to see it. But it was really fun. But then it's been just non-freaking-stop. And then I was... At, at work, work, trying to redecorate. Why am I trying to redecorate? I don't know. I am. So then. Well, just like she, before we start recording, <laughs> she looks down. This rug, how long have we had this rug? A year. No way. Yeah, a year. Because we, we redid this a year ago. Okay. With the wall. So we've had this rug a year. And she's like, I don't even want it. She's like, <laughs> are you sick of this rug yet? I was like, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, I feel like it's tainted. She's like, why? I'm like, I'm not sure. I just don't want it anymore. <laughs> Like, I'm just over it. I don't know. So, okay. Well, technically speaking, on the rug conversation, we do need more sound absorption in the room. I think it's too small. That bothers me, too. Right? No? I don't think so. You don't think? I don't. We need a fluffier rug. But, yes, it would actually be good to layer another rug. It's the last day of the Wayfair sale today. No, is it? It is. So, you know, we could look... Maybe get something like real plush to put over I'm it. I'm thinking a cream plush rug or like a light blue or like a light pink. Right? No? So literally what this rug is, just one or the other. Because this rug is both cream, pink, and light blue. Yeah, you want like an accent color. You're talking about putting it on top of it? Wait, what? <laughs> Are you talking about putting it on top of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we so want like to layer it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um. So give everybody the rundown on your weeks or your oh, yeah your week. Well, yeah. Week. So we went up to New York real quick for a wedding. Mm, love your bag, by the way. I'm gonna need the link. Oh, thanks. Um, love it. Except the chain broke. I did see that, but I was so down I was for a clutch. Really upset about that. It was real cute though. Um, but I'm gonna fix it. It's gonna be an easy fix. I could Is go it back just to like the a little store. clasp thingy, and you could just like put new ones on. Yeah, I can probably just get a new chain because I think it Link it up for us because we need that bag. Yeah. She was cute. I'm obsessed. Uh, So anyways, well, speaking of the bag, there's this girl. Okay. We were, there was people I was looking forward to seeing at this wedding and the Mm -hmm. people I was not looking forward to seeing. And hopefully the people that I wasn't looking forward to seeing don't listen to this shit. Um, You know what happened last time when you thought people weren't listening? Okay. But that I cared about because it's family. family. Like this, I don't care. Okay. So there's this one bitch. I won't even name her name. All right, let's go. One of these people who like, we had the potential to actually be like really good friends. Okay. Our personalities are very similar. She's super funny. She's very outgoing, but she is the ultimate shit stirrer. Mm. And she's one of these people, like she probably grew up well off her husband, um, his father is loaded. Um, and they just have this air about them. No, that's not even fair. He doesn't, but she does. Has okay. this air of like superiority to her, mm-hmm. which is just very unflattering. But I o- always felt like she would always try and take digs at me and Robbie. Mm. And like, not just us, some of our other friends too. She would almost like to make you feel like, she wanted like to establish, than? yes, Mm-mm. that she was like superior, like had more money, whatever the case. 
No. So she would make like little comments. Like when we got engaged, she would not stop asking to look at my ring and asking me how much it was and how many carrots it was and asking me details all the time. Every time I saw her and I'm like, what does it matter? First of all, and what does it matter? So, and then the, somebody else that's in very close to the friend group, Mm -hmm used to always have parties at his house, at his parents' house. And so right after we got engaged, we went and his mom was like, oh my God, congratulations. Let me see your ring. And I handed her my hand, which is very common, right? Yeah. Like people want to see ask, the ring. I, listen, I'm going to ask to see your ring. If you just got engaged, I want to see your 100%. ring. 100%. And, I, and I might even want to try it on. And, and I don't even care if it's do. a pebble. Like I yeah. don't care. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. I want to see the ring. Yeah. She asked to see the ring. She holds it. She like takes without skipping a beat as she's pulling my hand closer to her. She was like, oh, my God, that's gorgeous. How did Robbie afford that? Um, Okay. I was like, I'm leaving. Like, I'm fucking out of here. I said, so gross. And I was like, he saved. I was like, also, it's none of your business. None of your business. He stole it from the store. Duh. I'm like, didn't afford it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, he worked really hard and saved money. I said, he didn't have a, a mom that could give him a stone to give to his girlfriend like your son. Like, get the fuck out of here. So yeah, my husband could afford a ring. Yours couldn't. So he took your stone. Right. Okay. Cool. <sighs> Anyways, so she walks. So she's in the, at the wedding. She walks up to me and I'm like, what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even finish se- like setting the stage. Mm-hmm. She's also the shit stirrer thing. So. That's like just her little like belittling shit. But then she's the type that she'll come and have a conversation with you and she'll ask questions and she's she's a bone collector. Okay. Okay. And then she'll go and she'll share the information to get people riled up and stir the pot. And then she just sits back and waits. And she's notorious for this. Everybody knows her as this type of person. Yeah. So she comes up to me at the wedding and she's like, I love your bag. Where did you get it? And I said... I got it at a boutique in Raleigh. And she goes, how much was it? Like $75? I just want to know how much everything is. I said, it was $220 actually. And she was like, oh, nice. I was like, fuck off. Like, Robbie goes, was it actually $220? I said, yeah. Like, the fact that she would be like, was it $75? She might, in her eyes, she might have well just been like, did you get that Target? Right. Not that there's anything wrong with carrying no, it back from lo- Target. Love me some Target. It's mm. but that's like the the idea there, and it's like mm. it's just so fucking annoying. Anyway, so annoying. And then, so she, that just really pissed me off, and I pretty much avoided her the whole rest of the night. Yeah, I got to spend some really good time with like old friends. Yeah, it's so it's so weird. Like I've been long enough or in the South long enough. Mm. When I go back. It's just crazy, like, the personality differences in people yeah. and, like, what's normal, what's up there versus, like, what's normal down here. Mm-hmm. Weddings are a whole different thing up yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it's this cocktail hour is, like, quintessential New York wedding mm-hmm. cocktail hour. I mean, we had a sushi station. We had a raw bar. We had, like, five different types of ceviche. It was just a seafood extravaganza. yeah. Like you don't get that at weddings down no. here. It's just not like that. You get a barbecue slaughter and a piece of corn. <laughs> Couple past apps. Like, yeah, just it's a whole different thing. 
It's also why the weddings are, you know, $200,000. I was going to say, my wedding was a real good time, and we did a barbecue, actually. Yeah. Listen, I'm not mad at barbecue. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's a, it's it's a different a vibe. Different yeah. thing. And it's a different, I mean, you would expect that at a wedding up right. here. If somebody, a had a wedding, if somebody had a wedding like that down here, it would be like crazy. Weird, yeah. But even like what people wear is different. Like women are in floor length sequin gowns. It's not even a black tie wedding. Like, yeah. That's just how you present yourself. Yeah. I ended up actually wearing the one shouldered bodysuit. Okay. With the black pants mm-hmm. that I wore at the Dallas show. Yeah. Um, and I had these shoes that have like crystals all over them, like these black shoes. Yeah. And I had that clutch. Yep. And I looked like That's a million cute. bucks. Yeah. I felt great. Very and I, You can't go wrong with all black. And I fit right in. There was like four other girls wearing very similar outfits okay. to mine. Mm-hmm. But mine was obviously the cutest. Duh. In your bag, especially. <laughs> Duh. That was 220 That was 220 not $75. Right. Bitch. Right. Uh, so anyways, so that was, um, that was, yeah, fun. But it was like everybody smoked. We all had, they had a cigar station at the dessert Did table. Did you smoke a cigar or a cigarette? Or uh, both? both. I was, I wasn't drinking. So that was the oh. other thing. I didn't drink because I wanted Robbie to be able to drink and have a good time. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to have to worry about taking a shuttle back to a hotel and then like taking an Uber from the hotel to where we were staying. We were staying with right. friends. So I was like, I just won't drink. Plus I was a little concerned that if I drank and some, one of these people that I didn't want to see came didn't up trust, to me, yeah, I'd be fucking popping off. Right. We can't, we can't do that. I can't drive up to New York, bail you out. I'll pop off any any time but i just really didn't want to ruin lisa's wedding no we don't we don't want to do that um but great time good but i will say so many people were like not it's like they don't go to the ceremony that's a very common thing y'all just there for some free food and drinks and that's it yeah people will go to the ceremony but robbie was so robbie wore and in all fairness i did not go to the ceremony because i was working so wait there's like 10 people there and then everybody's like no i'm just trying i don't care what y'all got to say i'm gonna eat but it's a very yeah well the ceremony was at two o'clock and then the the cocktail hour because it was at the church a little a la carte event like it was at the church you can she did a full catholic mass right yeah it's a lot a lot no yeah but if that's what feels good to you, you want to connect with Jesus and make your wedding about him. That's, that's fine. That's your prerogative. Yeah. That's all right. So yeah, like y'all do the, like the whole ceremony and like, it's so long anyway though. Right. Like, isn't it multiple pieces to it? The ceremony? Like the Catholic, like I was yeah, in a it's Greek like a, Orthodox. Oh, it's a full mass. I yeah. Mean, it's I mean, long. I, I never been to that before. It's like an hour and a half. And actually okay. that's not even, sometimes I've, I went to a Catholic mass once. It was one of my cousins. Mm. And I swore after that I'd never go to another wedding that I knew was going to be a full mass. As long. It was three hours. Wow. Wendy, three hours. I was like, it's no. not even three hours when you go to fucking mass on like a normal Sunday. Like, why is this shit three hours? That's a lot. I wanted to die. And I, I was, I was kid, in a wedding so like, like that <sighs> where it was like a two and a half or two, two and a half hour Greek Orthodox wedding up in Chicago. It was absolutely beautiful. It looked like the inside of a castle. Yeah. But I didn't know. And I was like alternating my feet. You know, my feet were going numb. We had to stand up the whole time and he's walking around with that little you bell. You stood? Yeah. We stood oh, no. See, Catholic ones, you sit. The the parties sit in the front row. You don't stand. Because stood the whole time. No, my legs And my mustard burning. shoes and my black dress. Yeah. And then he like walked around with that little flingy thingy and he was like singing. <laughs> and then I, I'm not flingy. kidding. <laughs> they like do their hands together. I mean, it was really cool because he was um, Serbian or whatever too. Uh-huh. And so it's like all of their traditions. Yeah. And there was like a balcony in the back 
I'm not kidding y'all. Like the, the preacher would be like speaking in Greek or whatnot or I don't know. And, um, all of a sudden the whole choir, would be like, Amen. and then he'd be like, you know, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, love you, mean it. And it was like, Amen. I was like, wow. And it was like so crazy, but it was legit two and a half, my feet swollen. And I then can't. you leave the church, go stand on the stairs and everybody passes around yeah. a bottle of, um, liquor, whatever it was. Oh. Hmm. I didn't do that. Like they're like in Catholic weddings, like a lot the parties will stand like along the steps and like as people are exiting, like be part of that. Oh, so they took like a um, shot of bottle. And then I think you maybe they call it the line. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, we did a Serbian dance. Like you remember oh. Uncle Jesse learning um when they taught I think it was Stephanie in Full House and they did theirs. We did that same type of thing. We all got in a little line and remember. did it. The wedding party. It was cool. I can't like picture that episode. It oh, sounds like his, vaguely familiar. When his dad but... w- or when his granddaddy was in town and then he ends up passing that episode. Well, and he was supposed I don't to watch come. enough Full House, obviously. Man, I've seen every episode eighty six <laughs> million times. But um, no, that's cool though. I mean, at least you had a fun time. I got to like see your peeps and, you know, appreciate New York and the yes. beauty. Yes. It was good. It was kind of sad. Cause I was like, this is really like the last trip where we've got something like planned, planned. Yeah. Because every time we've gone up over the last, well, since like pre COVID we've gone up for a specific thing, right? Like, the bar closed. So we went up for like that. And then other thing, you know, weddings and party birthdays and stuff like that, like actual events happened. Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying. Me either. Sorry, Mike just left and Fisher keeps coming in here now. Love that for us. He was supposed to be at Gaga's today. <sighs> oh, I remember it came back. Okay. I was just saying we don't have like constant things happening. A plan like, to yes. get up there. So it's a little... A little sad, but I said the next, so now we just get to plan like the next one for like a trip trip. Right. I was like, I want to do a couple nights in the city and then we can go stay with our friends. Yeah. See their kids. So it'll be fun. You can do whatever you want then. No, no agenda. No agenda. So they have, um, our friends that we stay with, they have a four-year-old named Danny Mm -hmm. who like, we're equally obsessed with one another. Okay. I've seen you story with him. Oh my God. I love him so much. The little ginger with the glasses. Yes. Yeah. So, and he reminds me like a Fisher in the way that they obsess about certain things. Yeah. Like when they just get on something and can't let go. Mm-hmm. But it is so funny to me the differences because he like carries around these like stuffed birds. He calls them his stuffies. Aww. Like he loves them. He knows all the birds. He knows, I mean, so sm- like crazy smart. He will, has like this bucket of rocks. And he knows each and every oh single type of rock and stone and where you find it. And like, it's crazy. That is call, crazy. Their kids are like rain men, like so smart. But yeah, I'm like, oh, I wish they, they lived close. They could get together, have play dates. Man, my little child would probably corrupt him. We just win. kidding. He's not a bad kid. He's just No, but they are, di- Fisher, it, it's just personality and like their mm. interests are like, Mm. just so different yeah it's just funny so and when we were up there we went to uh a t-ball game Mm -hmm. for him and then um julia who was my maid of honor in my wedding yeah she has a four-year-old also who is like part of the same extracurricular group or whatever yeah so we went and then we were just going back and forth across the field like watching one kid the other but i was like so are we we actually gonna like play at some point because (sighs) They're just how does this work exactly? Running around in circles yeah. and like whatever. So they finally get like 
somewhat of a game going. Mm -hmm. And Danny hits the fuck out of this ball and it goes flying. I was like, run, Danny. I'm screaming at him. And the grandma, she like pats my arm. She's like, Spencer, they're, they're only allowed to run to first. That way everybody doesn't feel bad. I was like, this is so lame. I'm what like, kind this of is, participation trophy is this? I'm like, this is why we're raising like a bunch of Softies. fucking ninnies. Yeah. Oh my God. They're only yes. al- allowed to run to first base. Guess he what? Sometimes walloped. they're going to get off. Yeah. Or, he just, get off. Get out. Sorry. Eh, weird. Okay. Um, sometimes they're going to get out and like not everyone's going to run the fastest. Guess what? That's okay. Right. I'm if like, you don't make it, that's okay. If he hit the crap out of the ball, shouldn't he be able to keep running? You're yes. only going to let him run to first? No. And then some kid tackled him like it was football. I was oh, like, okay. Oh, wrong sport. Man, <laughs> these little kids are just a little confused. But yeah, it was fun. Oh, it was a good fun. trip. Now I'm just back to, you know. Packing and moving. Moving and packing. All the same here. Um, Full circle. Yes. So before we wrap up, we had posted on stories, um, like give us the tea advice, whatever. And obviously Morgan Wallen was of topic. And so I was talking to a client the other day about this and listen, I just got to make a public service announcement about this. Oh boy. I do think he likes to party because I would have too, but I really don't think he just got drunk and like went off in an ambulance because all the people would have, somebody would have had a video by now of that. Um, I really think supposedly he, it was security of the venue that was but saying they've come out and said that they apologize for that, that mm. their security guards spoke out incorrectly, which means he so, did, but they got backlash about it. It could mean either. I, I truly believe like the videos that circulated the night before his voice was like a little bit more raspy. Do I think he drank too? Yeah, I absolutely think he did. And that probably didn't help, but I really do believe that he lost his voice and he canceled the rest of the week of the shows, obviously. But Leave him alone. Y'all ain't never caught out of work? Leave Morgan alone. No, I I can't defend him on this one. And I am a Morgan apologist. I defend him through a lot of shit. But I I really do believe that what we heard. Yeah, I believe that it's true. I think even if he wasn't passed out on the couch, I think he was inebriated to the point where he couldn't perform. I think there's a reason that all his openers took like 45 minutes longer than they were supposed to. And, you know, they were delaying it to see if there was any possible shot. If it was a voice thing, they wouldn't have even started the show. They would have canceled it. I don't know. Have you looked at the list of people that have done this? Like Post Malone didn't go out 10 minutes after his show was supposed to start and was like, sorry, I'm not coming out. They were like, he's not coming. Like what? But did he like after his set for his show or the show itself? His, he was supposed to come on stage at like X time. There's a whole list of people mm. you can look up that this has happened to. I just um, like, but here's the thing. I go back to, I just think the Luke Combs concert. Yeah. Where have you seen the clip from that one show that he mm-hmm. did where he, he was having yeah, like, voice he issues. was sick. Yeah. He was having voice issues. He said, I'm everyone here is going to get refunded for their tickets mm-hmm. because I don't believe you should pick, you pay for the type of show that I mm-hmm. want to put on for you. And I just can't do that, but we're still going to perform and we're yeah. going to do our best. So, but yeah. like that to me, like that's a, that's a real performer, like showing up for their fans. Like yeah. people that pay a lot of money, make travel arrangements. Like, uh, that is not the artist's fault. These people itemizing some shit talking about $235 for merchandise. My it's golden crown. It's not the artist's fault that they're doing this, but I don't know. That's still a risk you're taking regardless. Like what if you get to like our cruise? Am I coming at Royal Caribbean because I got COVID? No, that was a risk I took that I could potentially get sick, whatever. 
That being said, I do not think it went about the, I, I think he should have called it much earlier. I'm I not going to say that, point but I'm, I don't think it was. That's I, the I point really, I'm making. Like yeah. if you, like if he said in the morning, something's not right with my voice. Yeah. I don't know what. You it, might not be able to go on tonight. Right. That is yeah. different than like 930 at night, two hours after you're supposed to take the stage, just putting up this thing. Yeah. He, you're telling me he couldn't have come out on stage and apologize and said like, hey, I'm yeah. so sorry. I don't know. I, I don't, don't buy know. it. I don't think he was. Well, I don't think he was wrong. People are circulating that old photo from two, three years ago. And then the security guard thing. Somebody would have had him leaving on an ambulance, getting his stomach pumped at the hospital. Like, I, I think people are always looking for that viral video. Justice for Morgan Wallen. Now, like I said, my boy likes to drink. And I think he probably does party hardy too much. But I really do believe there was vocal issues along with something else. But. That's my take on that. Y'all wanted to know. So now you know. Um, and sometimes y'all want me and Spencer to have differing opinions. There you go. People are like, y'all need to have different. Well, yeah. we do on that. There was something else that was that happened recently. Oh, it reminds me of like the Frank Ocean thing at Coachella. Like, did you hear about yeah, all that? Yeah, and they lost like all that money and had to repay and like... That's an, but this is the thing. Artists do this all the time. Y'all don't think uh, rock stars do this because they're coked out on their buses. Do you know how often this happens? A lot. It probably well, does. No, it does. You can you can literally read online. She's like, no. No, I'm like, it does. Look it, look it up. I'm like, no, really. It does. Okay, so speaking of being on opposing sides. Yeah. We may or may not. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous. Available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Okay. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars. My friend and I, after a long stressful week, don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-869-5976. I see a large table near us of like 10 people, a few couples, and a bunch of small kids between the ages of four and eight. And the kids are running around the restaurant being loud while the adults are drinking wine and eating their pizza. I ignore the commotion for like 20 minutes when suddenly I feel a hand on my leg and one of the little kids is crawling under us at our table. I wasn't thinking and snapped at the kid and said, get away from our table. The kid ran away and burst into tears. One of the parents at the other table came over and started tearing into me about how mean I was and how dare I yell at her kid who was just playing. Meanwhile, her and the other middle-aged 40-something parents who are letting their kids run amok and be loud and obnoxious while my friend and I are trying to enjoy a night out. I ripped her a new one and said, how entitled do you need to be to think it's okay to let your kids just crawl under other people's tables? She called me an asshole and walked away in a huff. Am I the asshole? Okay, so... And this is not me just saying this in the situation, but we don't let Fisher do that. I would never dare let him do that. I don't care. Absolutely not. If it's a kid or not, you don't let your kids act that way. And Mike is even more strict about that than I am. Like, we just don't let him do that. If, he, if we're in a restaurant, you sit down. Same thing with like in a buggy at Target. Like you have to be in it because I don't want him running around. Mm-hmm. It's just rude for other people. Um, I think that's hard because the knee-jerk reaction seems a little harsh because it is a kid. And I do think about like, if I snap at Fisher or like how I talk to another kid, that's a little bit aggressive. But at the end of the day, get your kid. Like your kid doesn't need to do that. These people are paying to have a nice meal. They don't have kids for a reason with them or whatever. Let them be, you know what I mean? Like let them enjoy that. And that's annoying for your kid. I get annoyed with my kid doing that. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to get a kid at your, or annoyed at your kid doing that. Um, I don't think she's an asshole for being upset, but maybe like (laughs) the delivery (laughs) could have been a little softer. 
But also if she yeah. did snap accidentally, she could have easily been like, listen, I'm sorry I did snap at your kid. I, I, I apologize for that. But, you know, we're trying to like have a, a meal. Like we've had a long yeah. week. I'm just trying to enjoy this with my friend. Get your kid. My, like, if you're not going to parent your child, I yeah. will. And I'm, and that's not my job. Yeah. You can also pay my tab. Thanks. Yeah. No, I, okay. So we're, I mean, we're pretty much on the same. Like I will ask, I won't hesitate to ask a kid to stop doing something. Yeah, me either. I'm not going to say it in a rude way, Yeah, but I will say something. And if I ask the, a child that is not mine to stop mm. doing something and they don't stop and the parents are still being completely oblivious, then I'm going to ask again. I'm going to do it in a not as nice way. Or I'm going to walk up to the parent and the parent really doesn't want me to do that. Yeah. But which is always so awkward. Like if I'm in that situation, like, well, that's the thing you got to get, you you have to teach them to behave in public. And if they're not going to behave in public, then they're also not suitable for a restaurant. Get a babysitter and go out without your kid. Right. And that's exactly why I don't do certain things with Fisher. That's why he doesn't go to the movie theater. He's he I tell people all the time and I have friends that take their kids to the movie theater and their kids are fine. He would not be good in that situation. No, we left Disney on ice early because he was up in the dang lobby ice skating like they were. I'm like, okay, well, let's leave. (laughs) Like if you're not going to sit down, I'm not going to ruin other people's time that paid money for it. I feel the same way about if you're in Target and your kid is screaming I feel like people have made accommodations either with their kids or without to be there. They don't want to hear your kids screaming. Mm-hmm. There's a time and a place to remove yourself. Maybe you don't need to leave. Maybe you just need to take them away for a second, calm them down, whatever. Um, but it's very awkward. If I tell someone's kid like, oh, honey, please don't do that. Or, oh, be careful. You're going to get hurt. Like, I'll try to do it that way. Yeah. Usually nine times out of 10, the other person that I'm with will be like, don't do that. Do not. And I do the same for Fisher. If somebody corrects him in front of me the first time I get on him immediately, yep. I'm like, don't do that. You need to leave that alone or you need to, whatever it is. Or I stop a lot of stuff before someone even says something like him going in your purse for your snacks. I'm like, get out of her purse. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't play with that. Cause it's rude. It's disrespectful. People have boundaries. He doesn't need to go in your purse. And even if my mom is like, oh no, it's fine. I'm like, no, it isn't. That is right. your purse. He's not going to know yours difference from someone else's. But that's your job as a parent is right. to teach your kid boundaries yeah. and how to act like a respectable little human in public and not every kid is going to be capable of that at whatever age and that's fine then they just don't get to do that right but there are lots of times where people just are completely oblivious and it's like okay yeah I understand you're a parent you want to go out and have a good time and like blow off steam and you think that you like you're just going to bring your kid in tow but no, no, your kid still is still parent- responsible. You're still parenting your child. And that's parenthood as a whole. That's that is the part that you can't be selfish on. Yeah. That's the part of parenthood that is so hard, I think, for people because when you become a parent, you don't get to be selfish on everything anymore. You don't get to go to dinner without any worries. Your mm-hmm. worry is your kid. And I mean, I've said that before. It's like you don't get to come home and not have to worry about anything. No, you you still have a kid. Someone you still have to keep them on the straight and narrow with whatever that is. You still have to do things right. and like you don't get to be mindless unless you have a babysitter and you don't take them. Hello, yeah. why do you think I don't take Fisher on a cruise? That would not be fun. Mike and I would probably argue the whole time about him not watching this uh-huh. or him doing this. Or it would not be enjoyable. So guess what? We don't take him because I don't have to correct my kid eight thousand times or yeah. jump over the balcony or whatever else we'd be doing. But there really are <sighs> a lot of a lot of people though that be going out in public and they don't do that. And I used to have yeah. a really short fuse with kids. Like the second I would hear a kid screaming or crying, yeah. 
it would immediately like trigger something yeah. in me and I'd get pissed off. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I understand like yeah, you give a little grace. I've seen it, my friends no. with their children. Like I, I understand. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. That's also for some kids, just how they're going to communicate because mm-hmm. they don't know how to yeah, find the words to, or to, you know, but yeah. I also look at it as an age appropriate thing. If I see a seven year old throat screaming, absolutely yeah. not. You get about five seconds to shut that kid up mm-hmm. or I'm going to get real yeah. pissed. A four-year-old, a three-year-old, you get a little more yeah. uh, of a grace period. Right. I'm going to give you grace, but if it's excessive and especially becoming a mom, I don't want anyone to have to parent my kid because I don't like that. I don't like someone to get on my kid unless it's somebody really close to me. Like Stephanie right. Gaga will like yell at Fisher and she'll be like, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm like, uh, no. You got to yell at him. Like the other day he was trying to run off and she's like, yeah, get back here. She's like, oh, sorry for yelling. I'm like, uh, no, you got to do that. Right, like, like nobody, no. I mean, like nobody wants to have somebody else correct their children because I think it, you also like innately, get whether it's, con- yeah, yeah. it's, if it's, no. even if it's not like a conscious thing, yeah. like you're going to feel like on the defensive or yeah. feel like attacked. But as a parent, take the but, pressure off people around you and do it. Cause that is awkward for everybody. Right. And if you are going to be defensive, that's why I do it. I don't want to ever feel like, Oh God, or embarrassed or whatever. I would feel embarrassed. Same. I do. If Fisher's acting crazy, I'm like, can you not do that? And people are like, no, it's fine. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's not fine. Somebody tell me why somebody in the oh, store God. the other day, when we were at the beach, we went in like this little boutique, the first place we walked in, this lady is rolling her eyes. It was me and my mom and Fisher, and he wanted this little um, turtle. It was like a wooden carved turtle, uh-huh. and so he picked it up. He was gentle. It was twenty one bucks, made out of wood. She's like, um, "Honey, put that down. That is not a toy." So I wanted to buy it out of spite. I'm like, "Bitch, it's twenty one dollars. Relax." I wanted to buy it. Well, then she kept talking about us to the other lady that she was <gasps> there with. I told my mom, I said, "Put that because he wanted other stuff too." I said, "Put that stuff down. We're leaving." My mom's like, "Oh," I said, "No, we're leaving. I'm not spending any money in there." No. So we get to the next Kiss door. Yeah, we get to the next door. Next door. And my mom, oh my God, she's like, oh, the lady next door was just so ugly. We just decided to leave, you know, whatever. And the girl's like, oh no, it's fine. And so she looks at Fisher and says, you are the boss in here. You can do whatever you want. I'm like, uh, no, no. So then we go into another right. store. There's gotta be a happy medium, right? right? We cannot villainize children no. just from looking at them. I said, no. And not give them freedom and clearance to do whatever the hell they want no and he kept wanting to buy stuff and he was like well I'm the boss right I'm like no so we go into the next store and he told the lady she was talking to him and um she was like saying something and he was like well I'm the am I the boss in here and she goes no and he was like oh that lady and I love it we started joking like laughing and the the girl started laughing and I said no I said you're not the boss I was like she was just teasing you I'm like you don't say that either you gotta really keep these kids <laughs> tight lines. Especially a kid like him because he'll remember that shit forever. Oh my God, he's gonna go in that store and be like, remember when you said I was the boss in yeah, here? Yeah, 14 like, years ago. Right, relax, buddy. You wanted a keychain. Chill out. You got a stupid stuffed snake. I'm like, you don't want the stuffed snake. He's like, yes, I do. I'm like, just get the dang Sea Patrol like trucks. No, oh, we got a stuffed snake that I've already donated one to the Goodwill, so we have another one. <laughs> oh, the Goodwill that's right behind my townhouse? That's um your neighbor. Yeah, right. that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, that's on my way out anywhere I go, so I'll put a bag. That whole stuff over there, I got some, I got bags to take, girl. I'll be taking it on my way, dropping it off. Yeah. Good to know. Good Dang. to know. Well, All right. Well, it was great catching up. Sure even was. if it was a little late. Um, And that's it. We'll be back next week on time. On time. Regular, regular yep. time. And then uh, we dropped a Patreon 
the Patreon that was supposed to go out last week that finally got dropped. Uh, and the Patreon ball got dropped, but now the episode's yeah. dropped. So yeah, I can drop what you're doing and go listen to it. Anyways, if you can um, do the damn thing, that'd be great. You know, yep. all the things. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. Happy weekend. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO.